0: Uh, hello and welcome back to the Talking Prem Podcast. I am your host, Jamie. This is episode 10. might actually be episode 12. I've written no, this down. No, it's 12. It's, it's episode 12. 12. Look at that. It's just. This is the way we go here on the podcast. Um, this is the episode we've been teasing for a couple of weeks now. We are live at, or not live, but we are in the Piccolo Podcast Studios in Piedmont, Sydney. Um, Booth, you are obviously not because of COVID. I'm not. Yes, how are yes. you boys doing?
1: I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm doing. I am doing great.
0: It's actually good to have Jared here face-to-face. Yeah, it's, it's nice. Good. There's
2: um, no delay, so I don't have to... Yeah, we can pretend there is. Oh, always. I just don't want to listen to you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's what, Sometimes I think you guys are just fucking with me. Um, so this is the big Premier League preview show um, where we're going to give you our 1 to 20 tables. We'll uh, put it on the record so that at the end of the season we can see who got the closest. We've also got the OG, Ashir. I have his list, 1 to 20. He couldn't be here tonight because he's working. Which, if you know a sheer that is quite rare that he takes a shift. So, good on him.
2: Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. value from the big man.
0: Um, so, I guess we just get straight into it. Um, major transfers that sort of happen before the season is about to begin. I mean, the first one that stands out for me is uh, Depu to Sheffield United from somewhere else. Um, who? Adepu. Who? I think it's depu. I'm not really sure. There's three players that <laughs> they've signed. I don't know who they are or what they do. I really wanted Oli Burke to come in, but... It just doesn't look like
2: that's going to happen. So I guess we'll just stick uh, with the few we've got.
1: Oli Burke is a bit overrated, to be honest. You're
0: missing. You're not missing
2: much. He was fantastic for Nottingham Forest until we sold him to Leipzig, and then he just all downhill from there. But
0: he's quick. Exactly. Like he's really quick, and that's what we don't have. Like you look at the strikers at Sheffield United. You got Billy Sharp getting old,
2: but he's still the world's best football. He is, but <laughs> and he can still
0: win a header even against Virgil Van Dyke. You got McBurney, tall striker, target man, not really quick. We just got rid of Callum Robinson. That was a quick guy we had up front. Mousset's okay, but he's a little bit uh, hit, hit or miss. He he started the season last year on fire, picked up a knock, and then sort of finished dead. So I really was hoping we'd get Oli Burke. We didn't. So Oli Burke's
2: a winger. He's not really clinical in front of goal.
0: Yeah, but when you look at it, look what we've got. Like You look at that Sheffield United team up front. Who's the clinical guy up front? Who got more than 10 goals last season? None of them. Like it's just Yeah,
1: but a, you wouldn't I, him, I it. feel like you would rather have having more goal scorers uh, through, like spread throughout your team than having just that one guy that's scoring because yeah. if he's your only scorer, you're in strife if he gets injured, suspended, anything like that.
2: Oh, Bobby
0: Yeah, <laughs> Jamie Vardy. I know, but it's just good to have that guy that you can kind of like, even if he starts on the bench, you know, he's coming on, he knows how to score goals. I mean, that was what McBurney was for us at the start of the season until we started to realise that... Maybe he's lost that charm that he had at Swansea, but I don't know. It's just three guys that I wasn't expecting to sign. I mean, there's there's props on Adepu, um, the Welsh the young Welsh player, so hopefully he goes uh, good for us. I think the real major one that we all saw, and we sort of teased at at last uh, show, was uh, James Rodriguez, good old James, loaned out to Everton. Carlo Ancelotti gets him for the third time in his coaching career. <laughs> I think that's huge for Everton. It puts them... A lot higher for me on my ranking of them. I think they're going to be a real good squad next year.
2: Yeah, they have they have shot up my predicted ladder from their signings this uh, transfer window. It's really, really good stuff from Carlo Ancelotti, actually. Bringing yeah. in Hamez. you got Alan from Napoli, but yep. they've also just brought in uh, Decore, Decore from Watford. So, yeah, that was an... Yep. Yeah. So that midfield is really shoring itself up, and still to come, there is a possibility that... Uh, is this uh, Moise Keane back to Juventus in a swap deal for Aaron Ramsey? That is currently on the card. So that who was that, on loan last year? Yeah, so they so didn't even need him. Uh, so
1: I probably would rather having uh, having Moise Keane there because yep. with work with a bit of time, I think he could probably you know perform to the standard that you kind of expect for him. Um, but you know, I think that Everton are really building a good solid midfield because that was. Uh, like apart from their defence, which is still probably
2: bit bad. you know
1: a bit how you going.
2: Terrible that goalkeeper. midfield
1: is really solidified and is a massive step up from what they were running with last year.
2: Well, oh, yeah, football games are won in the midfield, and that is exactly yeah. where they are strengthening their squad. Night, yeah, they really have moved up the ladder for me this yep. season.
0: I hate to bring it back to Sheffield United, but that's why we were so good last year because our midfield was actually quality. So, um, uh, we touched on Dakure; that was another big one, probably one of Watford's top three players last season gets to stay in the Premier League. So that's huge. I'm still waiting to see where Troy Deeney ends up because he reckons he's still got it in the Premier League. He scored double digits last year. Who's going to bring him in? I wouldn't take him at Sheffield United. I don't, I don't, I
2: don't think anyone will. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a Watford legend. I don't think anyone really wants to bring him away from Watford. Just yeah. make you solidify his God status at Watford if he brings him back into the Premier League. True. It's I don't
1: see him going coming back up to the Prem uh, without Watford. I mean, so I think it's definitely he's sit- sitting there. The one I am interested in seeing is Ismail Sa, if he uh, moves on.
2: Yeah, that's that's slides a, back in. Mm, yeah. yeah, big pickup for anyone who wants to bring him up. But uh, another transfer news as well: Newcastle United bringing oh, yep. in two boys from what, Bournemouth. Bournemouth, yeah, yeah Ryan Fraser. Fraser, who was off contract, and then Callum Wilson as well. It's good striker. A lot of teams were looking for him as yeah, well. It's, so. that, Good to see those two boys back in the Premier League this season. Uh, How do you reckon they'll fare at Newcastle? I think they suit them well.
1: Yeah, hopefully they can hit the ground running. Um, If Fraser can give some of his form of 2018-19, I definitely can see Newcastle not pushing above mid-table, but yeah, definitely finishing in that safe mid-table area.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I, I mean, Fraser sort of went out like out of favour with Eddie Howe at Burnmouth when he decided he wasn't going to extend his contract because I think he saw where the club was heading to and he didn't want to be a part of it. So it's good to see him go somewhere where he's going to suit the style of play. He's a really, really good player. I mean, a Manchester United youth player, so he's got the ability. And I mean, Callum Wilson, name a team sort of down that bottom 10 clubs in the Premier League financially that weren't after him. You know, he's, We he's, were after him, Villa was after him, Fulham were after him, West Brom wanted him. So, obviously, he's got something that he's, every
2: club can see. He's so. a proven Premier League goal scorer. Yeah, yeah consistent consistently, that, yeah. Same, yeah, like, definitely has a knack for the goals. Josh Is Josh King still at Bournemouth, or is he gone? Is uh, gone? Yeah, the,
1: he's being touted, being chased. I can't remember who's chasing him, but there was a 16 million feet. Um, so, we'll see. That's That'll be updated as we go. Currently yeah. still
2: at Bournemouth. Still, I would like to see him back in the Premier League this season. He's, a, again, a proven yeah. goal scorer like Callum Wilson, but see who, if anyone wants to... Pay the bring fee and in. bring him back up. I know. Um,
0: I think Aston Villa are very close to signing Ollie Watkins from Brentford. So the former podcast team. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> he's going to probably go to Villa, and will probably end up back down in the Championship. Not a season <laughs> after with his good friend with his good friend Matty Cash. Um, <laughs> um, other than that, I mean Chelsea's made some big splashes again. They've improved their squad out of sight, out of mind, but again, with Chelsea, their biggest weakness last year was their defence, and more importantly, their terrible keeper, 50-50 (laughs) Yeah.
2: I mean... Man has little arms.
0: And he's such a bad, like, he's got to be a terrible dressing room guy. You look at the way he acted when um, Sari was bringing him off in the cup, he just refused to come off as a sub, like, your gaffer says you're off, you're off, like, you don't say no, he just seems like a really bad dressing room guy, and... I mean, it's okay if you're someone that's as good as you know a, a Henderson or a Day in his prime, a Neuer, But you're keeper. A guy shoots twice at you. One of them's going in. Like it's that simple. Like
2: Chelsea, Chelsea have splashed the cash this uh this transfer. But yep. it's to me. I think they've brought in some quality players in Werner, so uh Kai Havertz is finally Vert's signed. Finally there. Yeah. Yep. So we got him in. But like to me, it looks like they've spent a lot of money just to finish third on the table to move up one spot. So yeah.
0: 'Cause they haven't they've improved their
2: attack, they've but it's a four three win. Yeah, they've <laughs> improved their defence in a thirty five year old Thiago Silva.
0: Yeah, that's 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 a one that I'm yeah. just not even I don't think I don't think he's a massive improvement. He's gonna be a step slow just like they were last year. It just doesn't make a difference. Um other than that, that was pretty much it for transfers. Um I don't think any other major moves were made. You see a lot of yeah, they deals.
1: There wasn't much major especially coming out of the Premier League, so I mean Yeah. I, Coming up to the you know week before, I could see maybe another two or three happening,
0: yeah, which is going to completely screw our tables, just you know as a <laughs> prerequisite for what these look like.
2: like. We might update yep. them next week, after the yes, first we week. could yeah, yeah, definitely
0: could, um we'll do the
2: one free wild card and swap them in
0: um Liverpool, thiago Alcantara, how close is that is that happening like
2: uh, I think, um I think Barca have put in more money to bring him oh. back, well they're going yeah, to- uh. They could
1: go anywhere, but he, when asked about Liverpool and Man United, he sort of scoffed at it. So,
0: yeah,
1: uh, I don't know. With him, could go either way.
0: Because I mean, uh, if 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 they don't make a splash with that signing, I mean, you look at City's made a couple of big moves. Liverpool's really not made a huge splash in the transfer window. Um, but it's, I mean, they didn't need to. They're still going to yeah. be one and two at the top of the table. Exactly. I think we've all probably got them at one and two. So. Just depending on what
2: order for um, yet to come, which is possible, we I do know that Alex Tellez has flown into England from Porto to the left back, so and he's huh. only, he's available for only twelve million.
0: Oh, a lot of clubs. Will That's be. a yeah. bargain.
2: Yeah. That is an absolute bargain. So I think the two prominent clubs to sign him would be Portugal B in Wolverhampton, Wolverhampton. <laughs> or United. I think are chasing him, and they've definitely got the twelve million to splash. And they yeah, if, if Wolves are offering twelve, United will just up it. But like a left back
0: for United, do they need a left back? Luke Shaw's not a bad guy. Are they going to move Luke, him into the center? Luke Shaw is hot garbage. Yeah, but he's probably the <laughs> Luke best Shaw at, is hot garbage. Yeah, but it's hot garbage. You look at that defense. Him, I mean, one Basaka is probably better that like he'd be the number one ranked. But he's number two ranked in their defense. I mean, which isn't saying much. Two out of got, two isn't a good ranking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got yeah. You got criminal Maguire and uh, Lindelof. I mean, I think Lindelof's oh, like, that, can develop.
2: Lindelof's and, improved from what he was, but yeah, he
0: that's. That's where they needed to focus yeah. the transfer window, not on trying to get Sancho and like effectively giving up and really... I mean,
2: Van der Beek? Is that who they signed? And, yeah, his uh, uh, performance for the Netherlands was... Subpar. Subpar. He hooked yeah, after subpar. 55 minutes. So.
0: Yeah. That's probably just the hype of going United. Um, other than that, nothing really transfer-wise to go. Probably, like you said, we'll see a couple more big signings before the season starts. You know, you're expecting Liverpool and City to do something. I mean, City has done things. Ferran Torres... Probably a good signing, but you know, not on the caliber of what you're expecting someone like City to do. I mean, Messi was all but going there until the Liga kind of screwed him out of what he actually wanted. I hope Messi pulls a NFL player and just sits the whole season, doesn't play, plays
2: like or plays like shit if he does. Cause I I think Barcelona have really shot themselves in the foot by not letting him go. Because at yeah. the end of the season he's off contract. You lose him for you know, nothing. You lose him for nothing they're, when they could have. They're paying him.
1: Paying him for a year where he doesn't want to be there, and he's yeah. just gonna leave for no money.
2: Yeah, Could have
0: like, got something like at least like 150 million lower, lower the price and say, yeah, we'll just take something 150 just take million. Take 200, 200 for million for him, yeah.
2: and He's gone. You've got money, like you've got cash coming in. Yep. You're not losing arguably the best player in the world ever. Yeah, for nothing.
0: Yeah, and now it's he's gonna he's gonna leave it at the end of the year. City's gonna get him for zero dollars, which I mean, that's just that's just insane. I can't believe they've done that. Um, moving on. Um, <laughs> Sorry um, Players to watch um, What what players are on your radar This season as to Players to have a little bit of a look at
1: Um, I would probably say Someone to look at Would definitely be Maybe uh, Foran Torres I, I don't think he's going to make A splash straight away um, I think he'll Definitely come into it Later in the season uh, Like what you saw with Uh, Leroy Sano in his first season with City. Um, I can also see Sander Burge improving
0: um,
1: on his season uh, at Sheffield. So just keen to see where that goes. (laughs) What about you, Nugget?
2: Um, Look, to be fair, I know he's a big signing coming in, but I really want to see how Jamez goes at Everton. We did just discuss him earlier, but he hadn't been playing probably his best football at Madrid I think so Nah. if, if any footballer... If, so um bringing him in is again a big move from Everton but I want to oh, yeah. he absolutely a world class player and I this is his time to step up and show the world what he can do I mean he did it in 2014 at the world cup oh, and that's why Madrid splashed the cash on him and he has not really lived up to it since no so yeah him him in the premier league same with uh Timo Werner yeah Werner uh, proven goal scorer in Germany so yeah. I want to see how he goes in uh any replicated in the yeah, Premier League? Yeah, that's the big. Yeah, that's a, the one thing I, I think the Premier League is difficult or more difficult than yeah. any other league in the world. So it is. It's the best league in the world. So that's seeing why. seeing players come in. I mean, Meza Ozil was easily one of the best attacking midfielders in the world <laughs> when he came in. Same with Alexis Sanchez, one of the best wingers in the world to yep. Arsenal, and they've just absolutely done nothing in the Premier League. Like Sanchez, again playing good football now, but he's over in Italy where. It's a little bit slower. It's yeah, not, a little like, bit slower. He's like where he can dominate. So yeah, those the big signings like again Kai Havertz as well. Here, see him yeah. sitting in behind Werner. So it's yeah the big players. I, I want to see stand up and yep. say this is why, this is why the big clubs are spending the big like, money to big bring money in, yeah. to bring him in. Like this is why Premier League is the best league in the world, and these these players need to show it.
0: Yeah, and that's always the risk. Like you spend so much money on players, like you said, Alexis Sanchez. I mean at Arsenal, he wasn't terrible, but that move to United has killed him. But you look at him at Inter Milan, it's like he's had a new lease on life. He's such a different player. Um, players that you sort of see come in that you didn't expect to be good, were like David Silva, They wouldn't be able to handle the physicalness that the Premier League is, but he handled it and excelled. I like that you say Sander Burge, Booth, because, man, he looked good in the trial games. Uh, he looked okay for Norway. Um,
1: picked <laughs> up a knock, though. Uh, yeah, in, it was a bit scary
0: Last game <laughs> I'm not going to lie My heart was in my mouth When I saw him go down But uh, apparently he's okay He's all set for the start of the season So He just looks so dominant When he runs Like the trial games I've seen He gets the ball On the edge of the box And makes a run in They can't bring him down Center backs are jumping at him And they just can't get him down And a little cut back To Billy Sharp To Oli McBurney It's It's so unstoppable Um, So yeah I'm glad you mentioned him One of the ones I'm looking at Is Bruno Fernandes We saw what he could do last year can he do it again? Score with... penalties. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was penalties, but he could set up to... He was good getting like the ball in behind the defence for the likes of Mason Greenwood, Marcus Rashford. Now that teams have had a chance to have a bit of a look at him, is he going to be able to continue to be that sort of player? A lot of people are saying, oh, United are going to be up there challenging for that title because, you know, how good Bruno Fernandes is. But it's like, yeah, but that was a seven, eight, nine game sort of stretch, now there's a 38-game season, teams know what to expect from him, know how he plays. Is he going to be able to adapt his game to the other team's defences adapting around him?
2: Yeah, no, it's a it's a good point, but uh, probably a big reason why I reckon he will be good this year converting those penalties is uh, Donny van der Beek was the most fouled in-the-box player in the Eredivisie last season, so that's big pick-up for United there, so Bruno can get his 20 penalties this season. Tactical and move. It's a good move. It's a good <laughs> move by Oli there, but um, no, you, no I, I totally agree. Fernandez was yep, phenomenal at the back end of last year. in he's yeah. what, yeah, eight games for United. But Something
0: like that, yeah. And some champion, yeah,
2: the Europa League, yeah, the Europa League games. But yeah, it's a, a new season. Coaches are looking at what he can do for United, and I reckon he's probably going to be, uh, I, consistent. I reckon, but yeah, I don't think he'll be consistent. Bad. Yeah, I don't think he'll be awful, but yeah, consistent over thirty-eight games is, is definitely a big ask. So
0: especially in the Premier League, because yeah. he's going to get hit. They're gonna. You know, it's just gonna be, yeah. It's it's different over thirty eight games, um, and that's another. United's another team who didn't really strengthen areas that they needed to strengthen. Like, yeah, Chelsea's done good in their attack. What have they got at the back now? And then United's the same. They, if they bought in a really good solid centre back, it makes them a more serious title contender because they've got it up front in Spades, Greenwood, Martial when he's when he feels like doing it, um, Rashford, Pogba can feed him in, Fernandez now can feed him in. They just don't have it at the back. Although they're going to have a really solid goalkeeper, because I'm praying to God that Hendo didn't sign that contract for to be the reserve goalkeeper. So <laughs> there's an improvement there, because like he won't make anywhere near as many mistakes as De Gea. But you know, teams like that just got to really sort out sort of the areas they need to strengthen, and not so much the areas they they already strung in. Um, any other players to look at? I mean,
1: <sighs> I I can definitely see a lot more of those um, players. England under-17 World Cup team. So, like, you Tarek Lamptey, who's uh, at, I'm pretty sure, Brighton-Hove-Alvion now. Nice. I think you might see him sort of burst onto the scene and people take a second look at him this season because um, definitely after the COVID break, he sort of broke out and got into that Brighton starting 11. So, hopefully, for his sake, he can uh, produce because, yeah, he can either play full-back or right-wing. So... Looking forward to seeing a bit from him.
0: That was one of the good things about last season as well was the young players coming through. For yeah. most of the big clubs, you know, like Foden, um, Greenwood, Abraham.
2: Look at yeah, look at Chelsea with their transfer band. Just had to actually use to, their yeah. youth players yep. and Mason Mount, phenomenal season. Yeah,
0: amazing. Which is the sad sort of thing that now they've bought in all these big name players, they're going to squeeze these yeah. guys out. Hopefully, they can look at loan deals. But you look at Pulisic, the season he had last year. He's not going to get the same game time now because they've just bought players that play like play in his position. Abraham's going to be completely squeezed out. It's sad, but you know it's how Frank Lampard wants. I mean, he's had a this is his first chance to dip into the transfer window, and Jesus, he's dipped into the a, transfer. The bloke is playing FIFA Career Mode. Isn't he? yeah. He's just oh. gone out and spent
2: <laughs> as much money as he can. He's building
0: it. a fantastic German Bundesliga team. Well, forward.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like, it's phenomenal. Um, no, uh, probably another player to watch is uh. Booth's favourite man at Leeds, Rodrigo. Oh yeah, oh. I was going to mention him. Can't can't wait to see him bag more than ten goals and Booth having to eat a hat. That's yep. probably going to be the highlight of my season. Is after I reckon I'm not even halfway. I reckon after about seventeen games, the bloke will have already bagged ten. I think he's going to have a good season. You right?
1: laugh, but I will be <laughs> laughing at the end of the day.
0: So what what did we said he's over under at? Was it just ten? We said double digits, right? If he gets double digits I don't think in he the league. Get double digits. Double, I, double digits in the league. The man eats your hat. I think he's not my lockdown apparel hat. Um, I think <laughs> I think easily he's gonna get 10, go- 10 goals. Like I mean, he's a good player. Like Valencia wasn't great the last few years, but he is a good striker. Yeah, he only scored seven last season, but I think in a team like Leeds. With a gaffer like Bielsa, I think he's going to have a great season, and I I actually
2: expect Leeds to do big things this Leeds, year. Leeds Leeds want this. They oh yeah, they they're, want to be
0: in the Premier League. They're not Villa, all right. <laughs> they are not Villa. Fuck Villa. Um, let's just get that out there. But um, yeah, I think him with players like Calvin Phillips behind him, that midfield for Leeds last year was like a motor, was like an engine, like uh, was like the engine room for that Leeds United team. Everything went through them. They were clinical going forward. The way they passed the ball in that sort of final third. Championship teams couldn't handle them, which it's been Leeds for a couple of seasons now, but it was good to actually see them carry on and not choke at the uh, final hurdle.
2: Nottingham, uh-huh. yeah, Leeds couldn't beat Nottingham last year, but again, Nottingham was still in the championship. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, nah, no. I reckon Leeds, yeah, Leeds, Leeds just want it. The Leeds fans yeah. want it. So, um, yeah, No, Rodrigo, good season. Yeah, I reckon, I reckon at least 15 goals this season, I think. That'll probably be where I cap it at, but. 50, 15 goals and one less hat. <laughs> yeah, I'll have one less hat.
1: I, I'd just don't think I can see it. I think the highest uh, um player has scored coming up from the league below in the Premier League in the last decade's been about ten goals. I think twelve was from Ben Take, sorry. And that was in twenty
2: twelve or twenty thirteen. So How many how many uh, did Poopy end up with last year? He nine started goals. Yeah, he started
0: strong but the injury sort of threw yeah. him and I mean that's but, just a trash team, so um. Yeah, you say you know a player coming up, but he's not coming up. He's coming from La Liga. You know, he's yeah, he didn't have a great year, but it's almost like he you, he has to. You prove also got to
1: think of the you got to think the the team that he's coming up with though. Like the team is coming up, he might not yeah. be coming up, but the players around him, he's not going to go run through the whole team and score these ten goals himself. I don't see it. I he mean, needs that team around him, helping him, and I think.
0: Eight goals max. Hey, I could I, I'll take your eight. <laughs> if you want to move the goalposts goal, goalpost closer, I'll take that. But no, we'll keep it. Oh, at no, 10. I'm,
1: I'm going to be safe at ten. But I, I think he'll <laughs> max out of that eight.
0: All right, we'll see at the end of the season. Um, moving re- off from players, um, I mean, there's so many, but you know, you just sort of stick to the key ones. Teams to watch. What teams, you know, that have come up, do you think will go well? We just discuss leads, existing teams. How do you think they're going to go? What's a What's a team that you think is going to do a lot better than everyone sort of thinks? I reckon Aston Villa. (sighs) You cut your mic.
2: (laughs) Aston Villa as much as... uh, To be fair, I think you've mentioned them more than any other team in this podcast, so I think it's pretty safe to say that Aston Villa are the podcast team, according to Jamie. Fuck that. But uh, no, Villa I think will be safe this year. Uh, They've brought in a few few players to to help them keep in, but um, no, I reckon they're going to do probably a lot better than last year.
1: Um I'm thinking Everton is my yep. team to watch. I think they'll definitely break away from the mid pack they sort of got bogged down in this season. And look, I think they definitely could push for that Europa League spot.
0: Absolutely. Oh, 100%. Yeah. With the way they've sort of bought, it's definitely a chance. Um my team to watch I think is gonna be Wolves and it's not for a good reason. I think they're gonna have a bit of a drop off this season. I think they've lost some pretty key players. They have some younger players sort of sitting there ready to come in, but I just think it's going to be a season of a bit of a drop-off for them. Hopefully they stick with the gaffer there. Um, Just Yeah, I just don't think it's going to be a solid year for them. Um, And another team I have to look out for is Leeds. I think they're going to be so much better than what a lot of people expect them to be. (laughs) I don't have them incredibly high on my ladder, but I think they're going to be very safe very early, much like Sheffield United this year, and maybe sort of fall off towards the end, but... Definitely won't be worried with the relegation this season.
2: Yeah, but Leeds uh, do have the uh, ign- uh, initiation by fire with yeah. Liverpool, Liverpool first round. <laughs> so. Liverpool
0: and Anfield, which doesn't matter with no fans. But, yeah, that's probably a good thing for them. But get it out of the way early. That's what I liked about Sheffield United. We played them twice before January. And to be fair, I think... Yeah.
2: I think City will probably have a better year this year. I mean, plastic fans, no fans. It's the same for them, isn't it? this so <laughs> is the atmosphere. The, yeah, the atmosphere is still there for City. So, yeah, push them up a bit higher
0: on the list. And, I mean, Liverpool can just play. You'll never walk alone through the grand scenes like they do usually. So, that, that's how they create the atmosphere. <laughs> um, fickle fans. Um, uh, t- that's probably it for teams to watch. Um, who do you think is going to be the golden boot this year? So, top I, goal scorer. I want,
1: you know, just for... Just for you know the beauty of it, Agüero just bang in a thirty-goal season <laughs> and and end the season leave at the end of this season uh, as the second top goal scorer in Premier League history because he needs he needs twenty-eight to equal uh, Rooney, I believe.
0: Ugh, get over him, easy.
1: All right. So, so that's what I'm hoping for, and I, I might stay with him.
2: I think Sadio Mane. He's produced goals. Oh,
1: so
2: it's a safe bet. Yeah, safe bet, Sadio Mane. <laughs> well, well, I could say Rodrigo. That, that'd that be the easy go to for me. Rodrigo, and the goal to be. It's almost a guarantee. I'd put him at a dollar 10 odds. <laughs> no, um, Mane banging in goals for Liverpool week in, week out. He's. I, if I, Mane is above and beyond Sala. Everyone rates about Salah being the Egyptian king, but Mane is, Mane is just head and shoulders above that. Everyone else in that Liverpool team So I can see him Banging in a few keep, Keeping up with the golden boot But I probably I reckon Werner Werner's probably one to watch with Chelsea
0: Yeah he's on my my list I think he'll be sec- second on it I'm going Marcus Rashford I think United You are a fool no, I, think, I think you're crazy I think the way he's developed Over the last couple of years I think he's a way better player Than he was I think he's going to have A fantastic season They're not going to win the league But he's going to score A shit ton of goals I mean look at the teams That you have to play twice West Brom have done nothing. Fulham have done nothing. Brighton are still not great. Crystal Palace are trash. Um, West Ham, eh? They're okay. Like he's gonna have a field day. He, like, he's like me. He scores against weak teams. Like that's when he gets his goals. And I think he's gonna have a great season. I think, and I think team of will be second. I, I, I thought maybe Salah would be third, but you know Mane usually gets there. He's like the poacher for Liverpool. So. Although you can bang him in from outside the eighteen yard box. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put on the record now. Marcus Rashford, Golden Boot. You are delusional. Twenty six goals. You're <laughs> crazy. Twenty six <laughs> goals, are Marcus a silly Rashford. Man. We'll see. Um Golden Glove, who's gonna be the best keeper?
1: Edison again.
0: Allison. I'm gonna go Pope again. I <laughs> think he's just such a good goalkeeper and the way they set up defensively, Sean Dice doesn't really give a fuck about attacking. It's all about defense with him. And yeah, I think Pope's gonna have a He's actually going to get it this year. I would say Dean Henderson if he was at Sheffield United, but with what's in front of him at Manchester United, I can't see him getting many clean sheets. But, uh, hey, a 4-3 win is still a win. Um, <laughs> um, anything else you need sort of preview-wise? That's about it. I mean, you could go young player. Like, who do you think is going to be the best breakthrough – or not breakthrough young player, but young player. But, you know, I don't see, I don't think Phil Foden's going to drop. If anything, he's going to be better. Mason Greenwood might not get as much time this season at United, but he's still Like amazing. Um, Tabby Abraham's not going to play as much, neither is Mason Mount so I would think it's Phil Foden since he still qualifies as a youth player (laughs) going into his third season. Yeah,
1: I think the two youth players that are going to sort of grow in, like people will take notice of as I mentioned before, Tarek Lamptey and probably Dwight McNeil as well from Burnley. Yeah, That man is Burnley's one and only attacking output. He was feeding Chris Wood the crosses.
0: Hey, well, well Jay Rodriguez is still there, right? I mean, he just always yeah. scores goals. So as long as he's there, Burnley will score at least one goal a game and get a 1 0 win at fucking Turf more. Um, um, I think we'll get into the fun stuff now. Uh, yeah, we're going to preview this first round of the Premier League fixtures. What's the. Uh, we sort of did that a couple of weeks ago. I mean, I wasn't involved. You were? What, what was I? your first show? No, no preview. I, want, I want previews and score predictions for this oh, weekend. Jesus Christ. All right, let me load them up. <laughs> not that hard. Liverpool by four goals? No, but City. City the, prob- the problem is that's what comes up when you load the tables. You're right. Arsenal do have a big first week. Yeah, like this, they've got a massive first week. So it's just, yeah, we can't really do it <laughs> at the we'll, moment. We'll update it on our Twitter. Yeah, that's right. All right. Yeah, yeah. We'll have a we'll, we'll tip we'll tip on the Twitter. Yeah, I was thinking Twitter. about doing a fantasy Premier League comp, but you know it'd just be us three and maybe a and, and and Bobby because he's our biggest fan. Yeah, and Bobby jo- Watt and, and Joshie, Miller. Joshie Miller. Joshie Miller will jump in. I was thinking more of the fun stuff like let's rate the t- the kits from one to
2: twenty because there's, yes, really yeah, there's, there's some there's good kits. some really good and there is some really bad. So. I wouldn't even use them as toilet paper. <laughs> the Manchester United away kit. Ooh yeah. <laughs> I no. mean the third kit, um, the So are the we
1: are we yeah. just going to be rating the home kit? Just the home, just kits. just the
0: home kits. Yeah. So leave that load one out of it.
1: Or do we want to pick the best and the worst so we can you know skew the data in the way we want it
0: to go? All right, I reckon. Yeah. I reckon we just. I know we've done our one to twenty. Sounds like Booth might not have. Well, uh, I did one to twenty <laughs> home kits because that's what I was told to do. I have one to eighteen. Um, so I reckon we do our top three kits and our bottom three kits.
2: Just it, yep. squeeze it a bit in because we I still got to get to a table. Lot, a lot of the mid-table kits are exactly the same. Yeah, yeah.
0: There's a few kits. Either oh, you know, claret and blue or just blue? blue.
2: Yeah. So, all right. Who wants to go first? I'll, I'll go first. All right. Nugget can go first. The youngest. No, that's Booth Anyway, no, <laughs> no. Nah, nah, middle for, child. The middle child. Yeah. No, nah, the uh, I reckon Sheffield United have the best kit, home kit this year. The uh, oh. the white and red. The, the detail and the red stripes is what did it for me.
0: <laughs> have you
2: seen the back of the jersey, bud? Who cares? I'm, they're going forward. <laughs> They're running at me. I'll be like, hey, that's pretty cool. And not defend. Uh, number two, the uh, light blue of Manchester City with the uh, light white ripples through it. Yeah. Delicious. And The mosaic. Yeah. The mosaic. Yes, very good. But uh, just the classic. you got to have Leeds, the clear white. Yeah. And little blue, blue, blue. God, it's a gorgeous kit, isn't it?
0: Another reason why I think Rodrigo's going to go well, because it's the Valencia kit in England. Just saying, boo. It's it's just saying. All right, so that's your top three. What's your bottom three? I can see him there. Oh, it's bottom three. <laughs> Try and sort it out, yeah. Uh,
2: at number 18, the West Bromwich Albion kit. Ugh. That just <laughs> hurts my, <that> hurts my <laughs> eyes to look at. Uh, 19, Crystal Palace. Mm, yeah. No, not good, not good. I miss. But to me, honestly, the worst home kit this season is Tottenham Hotspur.
1: <laughs> it, no, oh, I, I think I, you seem to have missed the worst one. Because I agree on your 18-19. <laughs>
2: The worst one by far has got to be Southampton. Oh, see, the it's problem
0: atrocious. is, I got it, no, mate. When we get to, you'll see where it stands for I've me, got but, Southampton
2: uh, at number four, and Jamie's got them even higher than that. You are absolutely delusional over oh, that's, in the West. Yeah, it's like yeah. a seatbelt. It's
0: uh, it's River Plate, mate. It's River Plate. It's it's the quality, opposite, like, there. and the, no, the alternate God. goes the other way. You're crazy. That, that Western Australian air, mate. I just it's gotten to you. All right, so what's your top three then?
1: Well, my top three, definitely that mosaic kit, number one. Of course, I like the shock. I like the the effect on the Everton kit. Uh, it's got that sort of looks metallic, looks like a a, a nice car carbon fiber job. I'm uh, quite a fan, you could say. And <laughs> just the simplicity. Yeah. Number three, the Brighton
0: kit. Oh, talking my language. It's-
1: Nice, simple, white collar, oh, blue perfect.
0: little blue pin stripes. Just Dendonka yep. looks good. His name looks good on the back of it. All right, what's your what's your worst three? Um,
1: well, I agree with Nugget, except I put Southampton dead last.
2: <laughs> so yeah, Bromwich, Palace, and Southampton. Even though yep. it's pretty delusional, but yeah, I, I, well, I agree with two, two out of three ain't bad. All right, two out of three <laughs> ain't bad. Um, all right, my top
0: three. Um, I got to go. Brighton number one. It's just so neat. It's amazing. It would have been good to see Aaron Moy in there, but it just like you said, Booth. The the white collar, the blue. It's just it's just perfect. It's the be- easily the best kit. Uh, number two, I've got Southampton. So Booth, you're crazy. I love it. It's, I think you are crazy. When you look at what the the bad jersey they had last year, Under Armour's first attempt with them, it was just terrible. What they've got this year is amazing. I'd I'd consider buying it if you know Danny Ings plays good. Maybe I will. I'm a bit of a kit nerd. And our number three I've got Newcastle. I think they've finally gone back to it's the
2: classic black and white stripes. Yeah, the, the way, way they do it.
0: It and the sponsor, it always blends in really well with the jersey. Yeah, I just can't go past Newcastle. Um my bottom three. <laughs> this was a hard it's a toss up. I'm sort of the opposite of you guys. I really don't like that Man City jersey. But I think for what me, <laughs> It's not Man City, all right. Man City is just the plain blue. It's the plain sky blue. So for me, eighteenth, I've got Wolves. It's just disgusting. I I don't understand what they've done there. Um, Nineteen. Ah, oh, this is a toss up because I really fucking hate the uh, the um <laughs> West Brom kit. I'm gonna go Chelsea just because the
1: it's three logo.
0: Yeah, it's just bad. Like yeah. I don't know what – the logo doesn't suit – it's just – you know, Chelsea logos in the past, you know, it's a long – it's like Samsung, something – Fly it's like something good that goes across the chest. Just having a three sitting just down in between your breasts. I just don't like it. And last, (laughs) it's just that god-awful West Brom jersey. so bad. Holy shit, how could you fuck up so bad? And they just copied the template for the away kit and reversed the colors. And the third kit. Like, which one's the – have you seen their Norwich-inspired kit?
1: Yeah, oh, it is
0: bad. My God, it looks like vomit Just on a joke.
1: Jamie. Yeah? Jamie, I need to educate you. Manchester City and Manchester itself is a massive mosaic city. Yeah. That was the inspiration behind that kid. On but- Main Road, when you would come into Main Road, there was a massive mosaic that would read, Welcome to Main Road, home of Manchester City Football Club in a mosaic.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. I it, just think they should have stuck with that for the alternate kit. Like just nah. keep your home kit as your plain blue like like Aguero's first you, season, that was a beautiful kit. Although it did it have just, sort of that to be fair, effect. It,
2: it is just blue. You
0: yeah, have but to
1: realize it, though, a lot of the uh a lot of the kits now definitely have the patterns.
2: Yeah, I you so, see it
0: all around, so like it just seems to be a big right. thing. So. If if
2: we go probably the best jersey in the Premier League this season. I would have to say Manchester City's third kit. Oh, the white, the, yes. the yeah. white and pink that's pastel. Beautiful mosaic should have been. That's that's a glorious kit. Yep. The sixties music inspired pastel pink and yep. white. Oh my goodness, what, a, what a mean, jersey!
0: And number two would have to be Southampton's alternate, the red with the white stripe. I know Boof's crazy. I'll say,
1: so. I was a bit, I was a bit, you know, question like I questioned the choice of going to Puma because they generally. Cough up some dog shit kits
0: They've been good this year
1: Fuck me They've hit it out of the park For City
0: Yeah I think they've been They've probably out Outdone Adidas When it comes to kits this season I mean What they did with Sheffield United Dalton it, um, Away kit is just pure Pure artistry Like that beautiful pink With the leopard print oh But my That's my third best um Actual kit in the whole season In the whole comp But Yeah no I think Puma Has definitely outdone Adidas this year Just It's I mean even look at International jerseys Like it's just Yeah it's plain But They've just nailed it right with the way the colours contrast. Like, it's... Puma's on the rise. Puma's on the, And Nike, they're on the decline. Like, if you've seen that yeah, England Nike kit... Yeah, Nike kits
1: are garbage. Yeah, like, if and you... And that bloody... That Liverpool Oh, kit, my oh God. Oh, my goodness.
0: Honourable mention to Liverpool, you're fucked up on both your home and away. Like, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> that away is... It looks like Manchester United when they did the little sort of um, picnic blanket sort of jersey <laughs> yeah, when they the came jacket. out to Australia. It's just... How do you be the defending champions and screw up your jersey so bad? Like your jersey sales could have been anything if oh, you I'd, went back to that.
2: I would have preferred them to go back to Warrior kits. Yeah, that plain like the just all red with the yellow logo? No, the that one? absolute the absolute dog shit white, purple and black. <laughs> oh yeah. It <All, laughs> wasn't bad but I, I think actually Liverpool
1: are just resigned <laughs> to bad kits though majority yeah.
0: of the time. Good footballers, good football team, yep. good club, great manager, bad kits. I mean,
2: look at the only kit of Liverpool's
1: tip. I liked was that black on black, where everything it was just a fully blacked out kit. Was that when Coutinho like was shirt. banging
2: in goals from twenty five yards?
1: <laughs> Probably, don't know, don't care.
2: <laughs> now, nah, my favourite Liverpool kit
0: is the one when um, Peter Crouch first signed the other. That's one that's with the white pinstripes, kit, yeah. and he had that's the long kit. sleeve. Like that's just that's classic Liverpool for me. Um, that's enough for the kits. That's the fun stuff for the podcast. Um, do you want to get serious and we'll put on the record how we think the table is going to look this year, 1 to 20?
1: Absolutely. Right. I'm ready to go. We'll Should we go through and each name our 20th and then go up the list? Yeah,
2: I reckon that's a good idea. But I, I, okay, I think but I'm,
0: I'm on a, a banging winner here. I, I got to balance bloody your shears and mine at the same time. Like, g- <laughs> Give me some time. No. Nah. Because I do have a shears list. Do you want to just go through a shears and then we'll go through ours live?
1: Okay, yeah, yeah
0: Sure. sure. Right. So we'll go 20 to 1. Ashir has in 20th West Brom, 19th Fulham, 18th Brighton, 17th West Ham, 16th Villa, scum, 15th Southampton, 14th Palace, 13th Leeds, 12th Sheffield, United. There is only one Sheffield United. Um, Fuck the pigs. 11th Burnley, 10th Newcastle. That's a huge jump for them. 9th Leicester, 8th Wolves, 7th Arsenal, 6th Everton in 6th. He's got Everton in 6th. That's a huge move for them. Uh, Spurs in 5th. Manchester United in fourth. Chelsea in third. The big one. Booth, sit down. Shear is completely jinxed you. Liverpool second. Manchester City first. That man's a clown. Liverpool's winning the league. So that's Asher's. We'll get that out of the way. Shout out shear Sorry you couldn't be here. Would have been good, but take the money, boy. All right. Who's going to go first on 20th? I'll,
1: I'll go first. All right. I am tipping West Ham to go down bottom of the league. Oh,
0: fuck. <laughs> I have a similar pick to that, but mine is West Brom dead last. <laughs> I have Fulham in twenty. Oh, not a bad pick. Um, was angry that they beat Brentford to get me in there. All right, Booth nineteenth. I
1: have West Brom
0: nineteenth. Ooh, not bad. No surprise for who I've got in nineteenth. I tweeted it out the other day. Aston Villa. <laughs> Fuck you, Villa. Go back to where you belong. <laughs>
2: not I, a big club. I also have West Bromwich Albion in nineteen. Okay, yo yo club of West Brom. <laughs> Down you go. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right, eighteenth.
1: I have Fulham in 18th. Michael Jackson Stadium.
0: I also have Fulham in 18th. <laughs> I have West Ham United. Yeah, so okay. me, and, me and Booth have the same bottom three. Yeah, just mixed around a little bit, but it's relegation. All right, 17th.
1: Aston Villa.
0: <sighs> you son of a bitch. I have Brighton. <laughs>
1: uh, I think it could go either way with Villa and Fulham, but I think Villa might just scrape it. In oh yeah, no, uh, Just like really they
2: did last year. Booth, did you copy my list? Because at 17th, I have Aston Villa. <laughs> <laughs> If they lose well, Jack Grealish, they're going
0: down. Like it's it's, yeah. it's fact. All right. At the moment, they have him, but if it, if they lose all right. him, they're gone. Okay.
2: Update. We'll update the we'll update the official ladder once the deadline day happens on. Yeah, October we know 5, who's when we know who's 4, in yeah. the squads. All right, sixteen.
1: Stand by my choice. Uh, sixteen. Nugget. This is the test. I have Crystal Palace.
2: Ooh, not bad.
0: I've got West Ham, so I think they'll survive. But very similar to last year. I've got Brighton. Nice, nice. That kid deserves to be in the Premier League. It does, so. but I
2: don't think that team's going to stay. Not for long.
0: No. Um, 15th, Booth? Very close to me, Nugget. I have Brighton 15th. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What did you guys copy each other while you were jerking each other off? Um, I've got 15, Crystal Palace. I have Southampton. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, I've got them as a drop this year as well, but not that far. All right, Booth, 14th?
1: In, in 14th, I have
0: Leeds. Ooh. I have Newcastle United. Not the Jets. Crystal Palace. (laughs) Holy crap. All right, 13th? 13th,
1: I have Burnley.
0: Ooh, that's a big drop for them. I've got Southampton. I have Leeds. Okay, so I rate Leeds so much higher than you guys. All right, 12th?
1: 12th, I have Newcastle.
0: I have Leeds. See, I rate them so much higher than you guys. (laughs) I have Newcastle. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I mean, they make made good signings. Stay Uh, away from me, Booth. All right, 11th? Uh, 11th,
1: I'm tipping Southampton,
0: keeping that mid-table. Jeez, someone's rating Sheffield United. I have Sheffield United in 11th. I think they're going to drop off. I have Sheffield United in 11th. Yeah, there we go. That's consistent. All right, 10th?
1: I have Sheffield United.
0: (laughs) Uh, I got Wolves. I think they're going to have a big drop. Burnley? (laughs) Alright. So it's kind of easy to Go pick right. the bottom. Like it's it's pretty at the top. consistent. Yeah. yeah it's gonna be interesting to see where our letters are at the top. Um so ninth. Ninth? Wolves. I have Burnley. <laughs> I have wolves. Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear number eight. Alright, eighth. Leicester. <laughs> I have I have Everton. <laughs> I have Tottenham Hotspur. Ooh, that's a Ooh. drop. Um all right, number seven. What was that? I have Tottenham. You're gone kinda of quiet. Tottenham, I heard. Yeah, I think I heard Tottenham. Yes, Tottenham. There, there we yeah, go, yeah, he's yeah. back. What the fuck? Stop walking away. Um yeah, number seven, I also have Tottenham. I have Everton. <laughs> Everything's just swapped around between us. Um number six? I have Everton in sixth. Oh nice, you in a sheer. I have Arsenal. I also have Arsenal. Yeah, alright. Um fifth?
1: Fifth I have Arsenal.
0: I have Leicester. I have Leicester. <laughs> All right, um, this is where it gets interesting. The Champions League qualification spots, um, number four. Number four,
1: Manchester
0: United. I also have Manchester United for Manchester United. This is this could be a consistent uh, top, well, top three at least. Um, number three, Booth. Liverpool. Whoa. Ooh, fuck. Big fuck! I've got Chelsea. Jeez! Oh, I've got Chelsea. You think they're going to drop that much? Uh
1: look, I've been. I've watched the two Netherlands games so far, and Van Dyke has looked average. The man is standing around in no man's land. He's not tracking. He's not marking space properly. And he is literally the heart and soul of that team. Yeah, If but he's not playing well, Liverpool's not playing well.
0: It's different playing for your country as opposed to playing for your club. I don't I mean, think Van Dijk's ever played well for the Netherlands. I mean, look at Sterling. I mean, England's been terrible and he's not been great. But, you know, when he plays for City, he's... Like he is open st- goals. <laughs> yeah, in important games. But, like, he's a champion. Like, I just think national... like. I want to take national team into it because Sander Burgess has been amazing for the national team but um but he's also really <laughs> it's, it's, good for it's us It's a different too, ball game. So. Premier League yeah. to your national team. When he's... you go back to what the system is like that he's used to playing under uh, under um, Jurgen Klopp that he's played for for a few seasons now I think it's totally different. I know he might look look good not look good in that orange jersey but when he puts on that red one it's just different
2: for you him. Well with these nah,
1: players I I definitely do think Liverpool especially with the amount of signings or lack thereof Yeah. Might experience a bit of a
0: drop-off. I just think that's going to result in, instead of it being close to 100 points, it's going to be more like around the 90-point mark. So. Yeah. so I've got I, Chelsea as three. I've got Chelsea as three. We're the same. Um, Booth, number two. I'm guessing Chelsea?
1: Chelsea, number <laughs> yeah. two. there it is.
0: <laughs> I've got Manchester City, number two. I also have Manchester City, number two. Which means, Booth, you were going for City, number one. Of course. And I've got Liverpool going back-to-back. Liverpool back-to-back. And yeah, um, do we want to have a stab at what the total points will be for the champions? I think
2: it will be, I reckon there'll be either one point or goal difference separating
0: the top two. Ooh, I think it'll be within three points for the top three, because I think Chelsea will be up mm. there, but goal difference, they'll just be terrible because they'll win 4-3, 5-4, 2-1, things like that. But I think I think Liverpool will win on 91 points, City on 90. That's what it's going to be.
1: I'm thinking it's going to be an 85-point winner. Ooh, and you're gonna be the top four is gonna be spread by five points.
0: Oh shit! Yep. I mean, yeah, United are gonna be a lot stronger this year. But nice, all right. So that's our predictions. We'll I'll put them up on the Twitter uh, later, so you can hold our feet to the fire as it comes to season. We should sort of put some money on this, just to yeah, see. Yeah, I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put an accumulator on it. I think.
0: No, I was I was thinking more in the podcast. We should just say, oh yeah, well I'll put in fifty and. Whoever oh, matches up, like
2: one yeah. one one of us doesn't have a job. <laughs> True, and the, another one's stealing a living from the New South Wales government. So, and the other one's not a train driver. And
1: so. I will happen, to, and I will happily steal the money off of him.
0: And the problem is, like, we've got so many that match up. It's probably going to end up as a draw anyway. So,
2: we'll just see how close we are at the end of it. It's going to treat this like fantasy Premier League and not give a damn after three weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really focus at the start. I'm only three off.
1: weeks. Yes.
0: I just really want Sheffield United to prove me wrong and finish top 10 again, hopefully go for a Euro- European spot, but I just think we'll drop off this year. Um, I mean, Nugget, you're our guy sort of for the championship. Do you want to give us anyone who think he's going to be in the Premier League next year, taking Villa's spot? No. No? You, no. you don't know at the moment? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> don't know because I didn't look at it. Do you think anyone... I will... refuse to comment. <laughs> Do you think any of the three teams that dropped will come back up next year? Who did drop? Watford, Watford, um, Norwich, and Bournemouth. I think Bournemouth aren't coming up again. I, I, I don't think any of those three are. I,
1: Bournemouth and Norwich, no. Watford, maybe. I can probably see Brentford going up in... If not, I I think they'll definitely get automatic promotion, Brentford.
0: I, I
2: just think if they lose Watkins, that's a huge loss yeah, for them. I, if, if anything, I think Watford will make the playoffs. Yep. I don't know about Brentford, I think again will make the playoffs. Yep. I can see probably Swansea coming back up.
0: Oh, very close last year. Very close. We'll I can see Brent. Swansea
2: and as much as I hate to say it, I think Derby might might get there this season as well. Uh,
0: two of the players Sheffield United signed were two of Derby's key players last season. So Good. Thank God. That should sort of throw that sort of down. <laughs> Derby will make playoffs but... I'm actually really worried about Bournemouth. They've just lost two really key players. Lost their manager. A manager that's, yeah, so key to them. They lost oh, Nathan R. K. They lost yeah. their goalkeeper. You've stripped every good player out of that team. Is it going to be Sunderland 2.0? Do you think I don't think they'll drop back? down. No, they'll finish mid-table. I think they'll consolidate mid-table.
1: All
0: right, because I'm, I'm just worried. You look at who they lost. And they were such a fun club to have in the Premier League for so long with Eddie Howe taking charge and a tiny little stadium, no bigger than Campbelltown Stadium. <laughs> yeah, I'd be it'd be a shame to see them what Sunderland did although you know Sunderland were a big club were keywords there were Adam Peacock will love that um, I think that's it for me guys you guys got anything else you wanted to bring up Nottingham coming I up. just want
1: to I just want to say Wickham uh, are a shoe in to get relegated from the championship on possibly the lowest ever points total sorry Adebayo and Fenwar but it's going to happen
0: <laughs> yeah I mean they don't have the the finances to sort of match it in there it was just a good story you know yeah, in Fenway, did it once and then did it again, and still probably won't play a single game in the championship next season. No, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, Booth, did you want to do your Scottish uh, Premier League update? Who? <laughs> it's all right. They didn't play because it's an international weekend. I'll forgive you for this one, but um, I'll, I will, I'll do. It. Speaking of the international break,
2: <laughs> I did stay up last week to watch an absolute banging game of football between San Marino and Gibraltar. I watched the first half because that's all that happened. Oh, that one goal! Yeah,
0: that's it. I do nil win. I won't watch it's the good events. goal. Good goal,
2: but boy, was that good! Some good football.
0: It was just good to see, you know, park football played on off the sport. That's just what it was for me. It was what like an, watching old eight sevens What an
2: uh, astroturf pitch as well. Yeah,
0: that's a little bit odd. Um, one thing, you I, know what? Yeah, man. I
1: believe national teams like should not include professional footballers. I think for the love of the game, <laughs> there should the World Cup. Should just be just random people like you just draw out, you draw 25 people out of like FFA's you know player list from Sunday league, it has to be over, <laughs> over say, 18 years old. And that's how I think the world cup should be played like that. Fuck the professionals, Brazil, they can do a professional world cup.
0: Brazil would win every year, every world
2: cup, but like, <laughs> I, I, I don't care, Germany, you no.
1: don't know that. Most of the Brazilian promising players are already professionals by the age of 14 or mm. stabbed to death in the favelas.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. I just like the way it is, you know, to be honest. Um, one, one of the standout performances I saw was Erling Haaland. How good was he? Phenomenal. like 5-1 demolition, like set up a goal, scored two screamers.
1: Reminds me of the <sighs> time he scored eight goals in an under-18s match for Norway.
0: I also have scored six goals in a game. Not for, not for Norway, but not for Norway. <laughs> <laughs> for good old Let's Go
2: Park against fucking Bradbury. I scored a hat-trick once. Thank you, Booth. You assisted two of them.
0: Yes. <laughs> um, all right, well, that's it for our massive, massive preview show for the Premier League. Um, we'll tweet out all our predictions. Uh, just again, a shout-out to Dave from Hull um, and the Talking Loud, Saying Nothing podcast. They talked a little bit about us. or not about us, but about the Premier League for us. On their show the other week, um, massive thanks to Piccolo
2: Podcasts and Andy for
0: Thank having us in. Thank you, hello. Yeah, it's thanks, guys. So much
2: better audio quality than what we're used to. No <laughs> delay. It's been phenomenal to actually have a proper conversation.
0: Yeah, yeah. Without me just sitting there waiting for you guys to answer for ten seconds. Um, well, Although you're probably just fucking with me, so who knows? Gem, um,
1: hour of power. New episode out tomorrow. So oh, good. Oh, there we go. Keep your ears open.
0: Good. Um, and you know, uh, rate, review, subscribe. Please subscribe. Please rate. I just want to see some sort of ratings coming in.
1: Rate and review and subscribe. Yep. Hit us Listen up. Listen to me.
0: Yeah. Well, you said it last week and no one listened. And so. please, someone from I'm AFC rated. Berry, get in contact. Yeah. We want to make this official. Yeah, we'd love to Love to talk to someone from uh, AFC Berry. A um, little bit of an update. They had a friendly game they were absolutely destroying, but the trialist keeper for them went down with a pretty bad injury. They called it. I think it was at 5-1. He's okay. He's doing all right. Um, but, yeah, just uh, – Shout out to Barry, uh, the podcast official team. Me and Booth, uh, me and Jared, sorry, are both members. Booth, we're just waiting for you to get a job so you can become a member. Yeah. Um, I'll keep you. Uh, they actually are working on streams as well. To they're trying to sort of sort out how they can stream their games. It's pretty much going to be like watching Esco Park All Age Sevens on a laptop somewhere. But I don't care. It's a great jersey. That away kit looks phenomenal. Um, so yeah, if you love them, be become a member. Order their jerseys. Support the club. The Phoenix Club rising, rising from the ashes of Berry FC. That's about it for me. Um, oh, follow us on Twitter at Talking Prem Pod. There is a video on our YouTube now. There will be more to come when I get around to it. Um, the Talking Prem Podcast. And like us on Facebook, uh, the, also the Talking Prem Podcast. So that's all I've got, boys. Anything else? Uh,
2: that's enough for me.
1: I think you've heard enough of my voice for yep. today. <laughs> yep.
2: For a long time, actually, uh, until um, tomorrow.
0: Um, Alright, that'll do us Um, Yeah, we'll talk to you next week After the first round of fixtures in the Premier League Football is back, boys Yeah, the Premier League's back Still without fans, which sucks But hopefully we'll be with fans soon enough Because there's no better sound Than the away fans going off When they score a goal at the opposite end of the field Um, Up the blades For us I die I'm on City See you next week Thanks, guys
1: Bye